We are only a week away from official puck drop on the upcoming NHL season, and that means fantasy hockey season has officially arrived. Steele and I are here for you to make sure you have all the ways to dominate this upcoming fantasy hockey draft. Our top five ways to do just that on the Tuesday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ooh, baby, you can feel it. You can almost taste it. NHL hockey is about to be back, Steel, and we're about to shift into high gear here on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, your source for fantasy breakdowns. And very soon, Steel, our bets are back, baby. Make sure you're tuned and tapped to the channel every single night, Monday through Friday. Steel and I will be breaking down our favorite bets, our locks of the night, and some angles where you can make some cash. Thank you for making us your first listen. Every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Steel, this is where you and I get very, very serious. Sometimes <laughs> you and I come on here, we get heated. You and I go at it, but that's why I like talking fantasy hockey with you because you bring a lot of the angles that I might not always look at and. If you've been keeping tabs on Steel's success, you want to be listening to this man's fantasy tips. And on today's episode, that's what we're going to break down. Our top five ways to dominate your fantasy hockey draft. A lot of people out there have already drafted Steel, but this next week is really bread and butter time. There are a lot of drafts going down. So Steel and I wanted to come on today, Tuesday's episode, and give you some of our general tips to dominate your draft. They've either worked for us big time. Or there's some of the pitfalls that you want to avoid. You guys know me. Some wobbly pop-infused decisions. That's <laughs> going to be right off the top of the bat. But, still, realistically, we are a week away from puck drop. Now it's time to get real serious, and I'm so excited. I think maybe also we should probably take a look at how our drafts went maybe later in the week for both of our listener leagues because I'm hyped for both of those as well. Very hyped for uh, a huge success to both the casual and competitively. Again, another shout-out to everyone who – DM'd us and commented on the YouTube channel. Congratulations to everyone that is a part of the of the uh, casual and competitive league. Could not be happier. Uh, I, I'm honestly not really sure which team I like more than the other. You know, and, and one of them, like this is the it, this is the first time I've ever had a first overall uh, the first overall pick. Obviously, nice. I get caught. it is really nice. It's very nice. <laughs> but you know, I draft Connor McDavid. I'm not sure if that's the better team, honestly. Even though mm. I have Connor McDavid, I really like how uh, how things shaped up for the casual league mm -hmm. uh, and how that how that draft went for me personally. But uh, again, super excited for this upcoming year. Uh, I'm I'm very excited that everyone's a part of it, and I, I couldn't be more excited to take everyone's money. Like I am, <laughs> you know, just tunnel vision yep. on the entire year. I'm taking Respect. everybody's money. That's my plan. Hey, respect, do, and you did have two nice drafts. So I think, and also, 
some of these tips that we're giving today, you know, I've been a victim of in the past. I'm not coming on here just to straight preach. I'm coming on because some of these things haven't worked my way. And I want to raise some flags for some of the GMs out there. And right at the top of this list deal, by the way, your teams are looking nice. So let's revisit this later in this week. You and I will break down our two teams each and how things went. That should help our listeners a little bit more because that's what we're all about here on these shows, baby. That's what we want to do is put this money in your pocket. Number one. This is one that I think still maybe applies to me a little bit more than you. But honestly, straight up, there are times when you can go out there and have your wobbly pops, have fun. The season's about to start. Wait till then. Drinking and drafting. This isn't like drinking and driving. I'm not getting all serious and preachy, which we all know drinking and driving is a bad idea, by the way. yeah, Drinking and drafting steel is also just a bit silly. If you're going to follow also some of our other rules in terms of making a plan, doing research, and all these other things that really make a lot of sense, including what you're going to talk about on pairing superstars together, then don't throw it all out the window by having too many pre-draft drinks. Because also, I think you and I know this, you get on the call with all your friends, you're you're in a room with all your buddies, or you're on the Zoom call and you want to be boisterous, you want to have fun, and you can have fun. But my number one tip is straight up and down. Don't get too foggy around the old brainstem because you can make, like Uncle Flip, some really bad wobbly pop infused decisions and all of the research and the planning that you've done can go off the rails because you're having fun, which it is all about. But we're also all about getting this money steal. So the second that I think you start getting into the, uh, you know, the extras, the gummies and all the treats, things get a little hazy and for real. That will impair your ability to put together a good team because I think, actually, speaking of our competitive league, if you're in a league where people aren't messing around, you're going to screw up one or two rounds. You might already be behind the eight ball still. Yeah, and I sort of uh, relate this to, you know, drinking and playing poker as well. That's a bad Great combination. Tip. Yes. You know, when, you, when you're playing poker, you're playing Texas Hold'em, when, you, when you're playing for that kind of money and you're drinking, your guard gets down. You, you know, you let mm-hmm. your guard down. You're not really thinking about what you should be doing strate- uh, strategically and how you actually want to play the hand. The same yeah. could be brought into the way you're drafting a team. Again, if it gets too out of, you know, one or two wobbly pops is no big yeah. deal, but if it starts getting out of hand, then it flips right. You could start making a few mistakes towards the uh, middle end or even towards the end of your draft, and that could be costly mistakes. Again, if you're paying for some big bucks, which Flip mm. and I do in a lot of our leagues, and you make one or, one or two small mistakes, it really does trickle down the draft board, and then you start having to scramble trying to pick up the right. pieces. And again, you're kind of not even in your element at that point. So we suggest not drinking and drafting. And this is just it, Steve, before we get to another one, because it really goes hand in hand with doing your research and having a detailed plan and executing it. Because going in all willy nilly is not going to work for you. Maybe if you're in there with a bunch of new GMs and you're going to get lucky because they're also making some mistakes. From what I've seen, also shout out to all the people in our competitive league, even the even the casual league, they know what they're doing. So the second that you start throwing your plan out the window with by having too many pops, that can really get in the way of you succeeding at the end of the year. And I just want to be clear also, this is a fantasy hockey show, people. You do what you want with your life. We're just here to give you some advice when it comes to putting that money in your pocket, Steel. And that goes right into point number two. And this might be the most important. Obviously, we could make an argument for all of them. Doing your research is one, but this is do your research slash have a plan. Have a plan to execute because you and I know the second that ding, ding, ding timer starts going off, you start rushing, you start scrolling through tabs, and bad picks can be made. So make sure you have a plan. If you don't get this player in this round, 
who are you going with? What yeah. positions are you trying to address? What categories are you trying to address? And make sure you stick to that plan as much as possible. But we know it can go out the window. But that's even more to the point of making sure you at least have a rough outline of what you're trying to achieve with your team. Yeah, you know, fantasy drafts can go off the rails very, very quick. You know, we all have been there where teams or other other GMs have stolen the pick that you want next when you're about exactly. a couple of picks away. We know it's going to go off the rails, and you're going to have to have a backup plan. That's why we're saying do your research, have a detailed plan, and do mock drafts. Mock drafts really, really help. That's a part of the doing research and making a plan because then you can see what your team could look like if you're drafting from that position. For me personally, you know, we had, you know, we had, uh, uh, you know, a preset randomized uh, draft a couple of days uh, or uh, a draft list before the draft happened. So we all knew where we were drafting from. And I'll go to the competitive league for this example. Thank you. Um, I had the fourth overall pick. And so I went through every single pick where I would be drafting and was looking at the ranking, uh, was looking at the Yahoo Great ranking idea. list. Who would I be able to take here in this position? Who do I want? Who do I want? And I made my list like that. I had Nathan McKinnon, number four. I had uh, I had Rasmus Dahlin, um, you know, whatever, 22nd. Obviously, he got taken before I could get there. But who's that backup player I want? Mm -hmm. I end up taking Alexander Barkov second. That's what I did, and it worked out really good for me. And that just goes to show mock drafts, making a plan, do your research, have a couple of backup players in yes. case, which it will most likely happen, someone's going to take your pick. Most definitely. And you even knew I was a victim of this too. These are other things that you can't count on. Wi-Fi, power outages. Yeah, we're getting a little <laughs> bit in depth here, but come on, Steele. We are sinking all of this time and money and effort into making sure our teams are quality year round. Kick it off in the right way and make sure that your team is built from the ground up. We're going to continue our right way of getting this show all of the information that you guys need to dominate these drafts will continue our top fives ways our bit our bits of advice deal to make sure our listeners are out there getting that money today's episode is brought to you by our friends at game time you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event steal i don't know if you've been at the gates that barcode doesn't work you're all hectic trying to figure it out with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and the best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets i'm in the bills area steal there are lots of opportunities for people to get in on this rising bills team shout out to jake allen one time last minute tickets flash deals zone deals easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area plus lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection and job loss protection hey your boy might need some of that Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create a, an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L O C K E D O N N H L for twenty bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your favorite team from all four major sports leagues, including the NCAA, your team every single day. Make sure you hit that subscribe, hit the follow button, leave a five-star review. Mm -hmm. Flip and I appreciate all that love and all that support you show us every single day, Monday through Friday. And we'll continue on the five ways to succeed for this upcoming fantasy hockey season, rolling into 
rolling the dice with some of those young studs in the later drafts. That's number three on this list. Roll the dice, yeah. take a chance. Mm-hmm. You never know what young studs are really going to, uh, you know, blossom in this first year or second year into the NHL and people who have sort of even struggled, who could take that extra, uh, that next step in their game as well. You know, just for an ex- a couple of players that Flip and I have talked about, we've talked about Logan mm-hmm. Cooley. You know, yes. he's gone in the middle of drafts that I've seen. And this kid has the hype and he looks mm-hmm. like he's going to bring it every single game. Alexi Lafreniere, someone else who has struggled over the last couple of seasons, a first overall draft pick just a few years ago who hasn't really found his success in the NHL, but could be ready to take that next step. We're all waiting for it. And then another one, Quinton Byfield, who's getting mm-hmm. some top minutes on the top line with Anze Kopitar and Adrian Kempe. Uh, he'll be playing on that top line, maybe even getting some power play time on the first or second unit. But even so, rolling the dice, taking a chance on some of those young studs who we've talked about, Matt Coronado, who I've taken a chance Ooh. on in the fantasy league as well. You never know how it's going to pan out. And if right. your team's shaping up to be pretty good, you, you can afford to take uh, take a chance on some of those young players. Devin Levi, yes. Luke Hughes, Matt Nyes. Obviously, the Fantillies and the Bedards of the world are going to be gone pretty early. Yeah, Brent Clark out in L.A. Even some under-the-radar names like Tyson Forster. Maybe depending on the league settings you are in, obviously this holds even more true steel because in the Keeper Dynasty side of things, you most definitely want to be taking a risk on some of these younger names. But I think what you and I can agree on most is there going to be some names out there that might be holding a lot more value in what they have brought previously. Don't get caught up in the quote-unquote hype of a name that you recognize, and this ties into our previous point, of knowing what your plan of attack is and knowing what the players that you're going to have available to you at the appropriate rounds. By the way, if you've missed any of our mock drafts, that'll also help you check out the channel, like subscribe. It's all there for you to make sure that you're ready to dominate these drafts, which is what today is all about. But honestly, Steele, you did a really good job of this. I think in our last mock draft, or maybe you were reaming me off. Sorry. One of your last bunch of picks in your own year to year league, you took Wyatt Johnson, you took a number yeah. of good young players at the back end of your draft, and I think you did a really good job of employing this strategy. And I don't think it's really rolling the dice when you're looking at some of the performances and track record from these young players. Maybe you can help me with some of the others, but those Wyatt Johnsons, some of the other yeah. players that I mentioned, most definitely, you know, Shane Wright, Logan Stankovin. Don't get caught up in other names when there are some much talented, more talented players who might also steal, get more opportunity than some of these fading veterans with names. So I think this is actually my favorite in terms of being the difference maker when you're coming down the stretch. You've got a couple of young studs in the barn ready to go and you didn't burn picks on some of these fading veterans. Yeah, you know, I took a, I took a lot of chances on a few players in my draft just to lift some of them off. Like you said, yeah. you know, in, in order, I went Logan Cooley uh, in, in the 11th round. 13th round, I went Jake Sanderson. 14th round, I went Wyatt, Wyatt Johnston. 16th round, I'm taking a chance on Jonathan Druin, who I've talked about. 17th mm-hmm. round, I went Jamie Drysdale. 18th round, Philip Heedle. So I took a lot of young players mm-hmm. uh, from the from the 11th all the way down to the 18th round. And I was able to, I was able to afford to do that because of how I drafted in the top eight or the top nine. I went McKinnon, Kachuk, Barkov, mm-hmm, Hamilton, mm-hmm. Skinner, Cousins, Theodore, Gensel, DeBrusque, Corpusalo, and Kreider. I had all of those 
uh, superstars in the league, veteran players, veteran defensemen. So I wanted to take a chance on some of those young players mm. who could really flourish uh, this upcoming season. And again, when you do your research, you're going to you're gonna learn about what these players are all about and you're going to buy into the hype as well. And I definitely bought into the hype for a few of them and I couldn't be mm. more excited about what these young players are going to do this season. Very nice segue into a little question that I had for you based on a lot of hype coming into this season for Matt Boldy, Steele. Yeah. You and I have been on this player. I'm not here to talk about that, even though it's true. What the fact remains is I'm looking at this. I don't know if you saw the top 250 fantasy hockey rankings released by NHL.com. This is a very interesting little take here. How about slotting in at number 47 on this list? Ahead of the likes of Nico Heischer, Clayton Keller, Alexander Barkov, Alex Tuck, and others at 47 is Matt Boldy. Do you think this kid can live up to this hype steal? And I, I want the unbiased Minnesota Wild <laughs> version because there is a lot of love going this kid's way. Something that I don't know if you remember right at the start of the offseason, I said, double, triple, circle, Matt Boldy from what you've seen from him and what you know he can do. 47, though, on the list. Is that too high for you or is this right on par for what you expect this kid to do? I believe he can live up to the hype, but I don't think he should be ahead of all of those guys you just listed exactly. because it, like that is way too high. Yeah. Uh, this kid is special. He is special. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. And he's going to do some uh, wonderful things this season with Kirill Kaprizov and the Minnesota Wilds offensive group. Still, he's but ahead have, of Timo Meyer as well. No, I, I know. Yeah, to, to, to have to have him ahead of Timo Meyer, Alexander Barkov, Alex Tuck. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I forget the other player you That's mentioned okay. as you well. Nico Heischer. Yeah, it, that is a little bit, uh, you know, out of the, yeah, it's a little too bold, you know, mm -hmm. pun intended for Boldy. Uh, hey. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I really, we, we both really like this player. A lot of people really like this player and to have him at 47, I think that's a little bit too high for him. I don't even think he was going that high in our fantasy drafts. No, you know, I understand it, but to have him ahead of those guys. Um, yeah, it, it definitely, it definitely isn't correct. I agree, and it just, I think it falls into the mold of just be aware of a bunch of these young players on the yeah. rise, because most definitely he is that, and we have on the screen, roll the dice, and I think that's what it's important here, but at the end of the day, Steele, when you're looking at this high-end prospect pool or young players with all this high ceiling, I don't think it's that much rolling the dice, but given on your format, you could have to get a little bit extra picante. But you know right after the break, we got a couple more topics that will help you dominate this upcoming draft. Waiver wire action, of course. Pairing superstars, one of my favorite strategies going into the fantasy hockey season, the fantasy hockey draft. But this episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So you might as well just go and do it because FanDuel is the best sports app to be using right now. Mm -hmm. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and of course, my all-time favorite, same game parlays. Add that thing up. Get the, get the mm. bet. The odds all juicy and spicy. Mm. And I love that action there on Sunday with all those games going on in the NFL. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season right. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel official partner 
of the NFL. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Hit that subscribe, hit the follow button, leave a five-star review, continue leaving us comments and DMing us on Twitter. We appreciate all that, all the all the feedback, all the conversations we have with everybody. So, so continue to do so. We appreciate all that love you show us every single day. We'll get into number four on five ways to succeed this fantasy hockey season, which is my all-time favorite. I always implement this strategy. Yes, you, do. you know, it's not it's not a complicated strategy, it's no. just something that I do. Uh, every mm-hmm. single time I'm doing a fantasy hockey draft. And I always look to pairing superstars, whether it's two forwards playing on the same line, whether it's a top four, uh, top centerman and, a, and the top defenseman on the team. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who they are. I always try to go with a, a forward and a defenseman because right. I try to get that power play time. You know, obviously you can do it with whoever. But if you, for example, happen to draft Brady Kachuk in the first round, oh, maybe look towards Jakob Chikrin or Jacob Chikrin. Thomas Shabbat, Jake Sanderson. They've got some uh, some superstars on the blue line in Ottawa mm-hmm. now, but mm-hmm. try to pair those players. You know, it's going to be hard to go after Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr in the same draft because those two players right. are going to get taken in the first round. Of course. Maybe you, try to, maybe you try to facilitate a trade somehow for one of those players, but you're going to have to give up a lot. But if some way and somehow you can go out and draft, I don't know, let's say you draft Jason Robertson in the first round or second round, and then mm-hmm. later in round three or four, you draft Miro Heiskanen. That just doubles your chances. And for me, it, it, it has always been successful. I have yeah. never finished below fourth in any draft or Woo! any uh, fantasy hockey My season man. that I've been in. It like That strategy just works for me. It's very simple. But mm-hmm. I always look to pair up players from the same from the same, uh, from the the same same team. And I again, I use that example. I drafted Brady Kachuk in the, in the first round. And then in the 13th round, I drafted Jake Sanderson. And I know he's uh, going into his second NHL season, but the hype is real behind that kid. Most definitely. You and I have talked at length about that. So I'm not going to go down that path. At first, I wanted to say, you know, this is maybe a boom or bust situation, but not if you follow point number two on our list. Do your research. Yeah. Know who's on that top power play unit. Know who's going to be the secondary power play unit. And also, I would say, dig into the offensive numbers. Edmonton Oilers score the most goals. Then Bruins, Sabres, Kraken, Devils, Panthers, Stars, Lightning, Leafs, Kings, Avalanche. I'd be focusing on trying to do it. With those 11 well, teams, if possible. Another, another one would be, you know, whoever, well, well again, you have, I guess you would have to have the first overall pick. But if you draft mm-hmm. Connor McDavid, look to drafting Evan Bouchard because he's going to be the number one guy on the power play on the blue yes, line sir. now. He'll be quarterbacking it. So, mm-hmm. again, if you can somehow pair a, a, a top superstar forward with a top defenseman, yeah. like a Stamkos and Victor Hedman or a Kucherov mm-hmm. and Mikhail Sergachev, it really just doubles your success because you know they're going to be feeding off of each other. Very interesting that you mentioned Hedman and Stamkos. Those would be two that I'd be very wary of just because (laughs) of all of what we are hearing out of Tampa Bay um, about Stamkos. What's going to go on there? Vazzy is out. A lot of question marks in Tampa, but I still think they're going to be a top three playoff team steal by the time all is said and done because of a couple of those players that you just named. But I think lastly, and you brought this one to my attention, and the waiver wire. The waiver wire is your friend. And I think also I just wanted to add this wrinkle in before I let you spit off this take is the waiver wire is most definitely your friend. But I would also be very aware of does your league have a drop limit? Does your league have a weekly add or drop limit? Maybe some leagues steal. You have a total amount of transactions or you have free agent budget dollars. So, yes, for sure. 
The waiver wire is your friend. And don't be afraid of going there to swap out a player in the first couple of weeks that isn't panning out. I would say, how much do you have invested into that player? As in, did you trade for them? Did you take them in the top couple of rounds and you really are invested? Because otherwise, I'm with you here, Steele. And I really do think when I think back to my success, limited as it may be, or other teams that I've seen do good year in, year out, they usually almost always have at least one or two of the top fantasy waiver wire ads from the year. Thinking back to last season, a guy grabbed Philip Gustafson off the waiver wire halfway yeah. through the year. Some of those moves still can really make or break your team. And that's why I think it's pivotal to have that on here as the top five ways to dominate your draft. When you're in a fantasy hockey league and you're going up against 12, 14, maybe even 15 other guys, mm. You have no friends. The waiver wire is your only friend. They're not going to help you. Yeah, you could try to facilitate a trade, but they're looking to better their team as well. They're trying to look to get the right. better players or, or, you know, get the long end of the stick. And they're looking to, you know, not give as uh, give up as much in a, in a trade. When you're on the waiver wire, again, um, like Flip said, if you're really invested, you took this guy really high in the draft and he's not panning out so far, you got to ride with him. You can't drop yeah. him because someone else is going to pick him up almost immediately. Mm -hmm. When you look towards, you know, the end of the week and you're down a couple of points, if you can afford to drop this guy because you think he's not going to get picked up and you can pick him up a couple of days from now, go ahead and do it. The waiver wire is your friend. Look for those upcoming games. Look for the upcoming mm -hmm. schedule and see who's playing back to back on the weekend because that gives you another edge going into the weekend as well to finish up that week matchup. The waiver wire is your friend. It's there for a reason. Those players are available. And if some of them, which it has happened, that they just absolutely take off out of nowhere, you yeah. got to get on them fast because if you don't, someone else is going to pick them up and you could be going up against them that next week. Most definitely. And I would say two things. Number one, mainly be aware of how your draft finished. Keep your yeah. eye on some of those players that you're like, hmm, that person's out there. That could be an advantageous situation. Flag them, put them on your watch list and know what's good. And also, it's just about watching hockey. That's an obvious one that doesn't make this list deal. But, you know, I had some time working in Hockey Night in Canada, working in the studios at Sportsnet. All of those pros, I always ask, what can I do to be better at this job? It's the same for this one, Steel. Watch hockey know what teams deploy what know what teams are great on the power play watching hockey is probably the overarching number one tip that could be on this list <laughs> that's obvious so it doesn't make the list but i'm so with you on this waiver wire by the way last point for me waiver wire mondays every single monday episode right here on the locked on fantasy hockey podcast all season long where steel and i will break down all of our top waiver wire targets for each week so make sure you're tuned in tap to the pod so much coming back in this next week. Hey waiver wire, big time bets, side mm -hmm. bets, all hey the action you could ask for on the Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Locked on Fantasy Hockey Podcast, your source for fantasy hockey news. Thank you so much for tuning in and making the Locked on Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you're tuning in. Like Flip said, Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time is when you can find our episodes Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.